You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Dean. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Louie. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Louie news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Louie. And welcome to the show. My name is Gian Molina, and we are doing the Louie After Buzz podcast for episode two of season two, entitled Bummer Slash Blueberries. Uh, with me today is uh, Shannon Joy Rogers to my right. Hello. Uh, and my special guest, Mr. James Ross, comedian, writer. Hello. And Mr. Mario Hernandez, all-around amazing voice. Also comedian and actor. Also comedian and actor. Yes. Hello, boy. Oh, hi. Uh, so Thank we just you. saw uh, this episode. Uh, off the bat, the opening, I love his... Uh, <laughs> I love the subject of his, of his uh, stand-up right there, because I agree. You skinny boys and you tough... Muscly bound. Why are you looking at me? Yeah, why are you looking at me? (laughs) Don't understand. Like, you guys can get any girl you want, and I have to, like, get a certain, like, type of girl that will let me in. I don't know. I'm going to take, I'm not saying that I'm the most gorgeous girl on earth, but I try really hard today, guys, and, and they don't always, they don't always, like, go for it. So. I feel like that it's can tough go world out way. there. It's a tough world for everyone. Yeah. yeah. I go for it all the time. Because I really <laughs> feel like, why not? Why not? But yeah, but I mean, I totally, re- like, I totally feel like, like self-conscious like that a bunch of times. So I'm like, ah, you know, let's, let's flirt with this girl. But then I'm like, well, I'm a big guy. So let's hope she's okay with this. I'm not going to bring it out, but it's clearly not something you could hide. And then, you know, I get to a certain point and then I'm either a friend or, or not. But you know what? You, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Boom. That's why I take them all. The more that's, you why know. You just, <laughs> that's why I just take them all. And, again, and, and, and Louis stand up, like, again, he just keeps like, like, I love how he puts himself out there so, so much. Just like how having sex with him was probably the most disgusting thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> well, I think that's one of the things that makes Louis so great as a comedian and why right now I think he is probably the best the comedian best. out there. And the and how he can go down in history as uh, on par with Carlin and Richard mm-hmm. Pryor, those guys made themselves so much of their comedy. Mm-hmm. They were willing to bare their souls in the darkest parts right. uh, of how they feel and and make it so relatable and, and right. hilarious. And like Rick, Ricky Gervais uh, on on the there was a show, HBO special I like to reference called the. Uh, just talking funny with Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Ricky Gervais, Louis K., and Chris Rock. And Ricky Gervais said something about watching Louis do stand up, and that uh, what he loves about him doing stand up is that Louis like like he's showing his emotions. He's like he's we're watching a man just fall apart when he tells <laughs> his stand up. Like 
and and it's fun to watch him because it's like you can't even tell that it's jokes that he's saying you're just watching this guy kind of share this is my life and this is what i think about it mm-hmm. and he's so truthful and honest that we're laughing at him with him yeah, yeah. and it, he kind of touches on subjects that people you know you you hide you kind of shield off from the rest of the world and <laughs> you it, it's something that everybody can relate to and the fact that he makes it to a state where it's like comfortable and humorous, you know, that's right. just shows how brilliant of a comedian he is. Right. I, think he's also, yeah. I was just going to say, I think he's also uh, uh, kind of inspirational for other stand-up comics because you, be, you begin with a simple premise, which is, you know, I think I look gross naked. <laughs> so now how, you know, how many funny ways can I bring that up? What kind of, you know, what situations can I put myself in where I will be, you know, and so then he talks about, you know, wearing, you know, he looks like, you know, a, uh, uh, pregnant dog or whatever and it's just like <laughs> yeah. so like all of these things so it's just it's it's you know from a uh you know for any writers or stand-up comedians out there right. it's, like, it's great to just watch that and just you know start with a very simple premise mm-hmm. and then just think of all the ways you know all the funny things that can come from exactly. that one simple premise and then like now transitioning from his stand-up to then the episode it's like him ask like awkwardly asking a girl that he like has worked yeah. with or it's like you know I, I know that we're in a business relationship but i'd like to take this to and they never explain who the guy is in the background. No. It's, it's like they clearly live together. Yeah. They're going or out. Something. something. They're in a hotel yeah. room or and, something. And, like. and she tells him, like, I'm going out with Louis C.K. tomorrow because like, he uh, might be somebody. And he's like, huh. Somebody. Okay. This, this right here, though, I think is where the episode takes its first dark and bizarre turn. Right. As he's on his way to the date with the girl who's only dating him because he'll be – could be somebody He could be someday. somebody. You never know. Uh, that the well, homeless why, guy why would his out date after work him. out? Why would Louis's date work out? Any other normal person's date, right, right. of course, it is gonna, never does. I mean, it, it would have just been them awkwardly hanging out, not getting anywhere. But now Louis <laughs> experienced a traumatic experience, uh, getting chased down by a homeless guy that, of course, singled him out. Yeah. And ran towards him, yeah. and then he watched him get hit by Like some bus. kind of Final Destination d- death scene. <laughs> I actually was surprised when he was walking up to the date. I was like, fuck, that's like the worst thing to happen right before the date. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, w- would you still go? <laughs> would you still no, go to all. the date, or would you have to call and be like, look, uh, I, mean, I can't I'd, do it? I might be as in shock as he is right there. He's like, well, fuck, I'm only a block away, and there she is waiting. I, I just <laughs> I, saw a bum die and get in his head just... Decapitated, but see how that <laughs> helped him. Like I felt like he was so much more comfortable, not caring. Right, because now the, the focus is not on the date. Yeah. it's you're now thinking about the other thing. And exactly, that's, and uh, and then he was able to still like I guess because of watching someone die. Obviously, he's thinking about mortality, and just he's he's now get to just be truthful and and this girl who just like thought like ah oh, I'm just I'm just going out with Louis for. <laughs> For the potential, you know, net worth that he is later on. And then she kind of gets intrigued by everything he's saying because he's now just talking about life and how <laughs> we're well, all bullshitting each other. As I, as I was watching it, it occurred to me that it, it reminded me of another very famous New York comedian that that uh, in just in tone with with the jazz and the and the and, and certainly the discussions about, you know, he even says at one point it's meaningless. Right. And that's Woody Allen. You know, it's a very, it's a very, all of a sudden now, uh, it becomes a very Woody Allen-esque where it's not about the date necessarily. Yeah. It's just about these kind of grander notions. And then it's really beautiful. They're at the High Line, uh, which is a, a new park that just opened, um, that used to be the elevated train tracks in New York oh, wow. that just opened about two years ago. 
Um, and so uh, they actually saved themselves because the movie theater they were going to go in has, has literally screens the size of this TV. So it was like, <laughs> it's really not a good place to watch a movie. So it's better off that they went. There's the, there's I, I, the, uh, the Hudson. It's like the Los Feliz New, New Jersey there in the distance. You were saying like Woody Allen and I think like Woody Allen, it takes a turn where like she falls for him for a second. Like right. Falls for yeah, this yeah. older guy that she would never normally have any connection with. But I guess this well, terrible person, this girl, actually yeah. <laughs> deep down inside shares the same world views that he does. I mean, you know, well, she's being superficial. She even says that. Yeah. So I'm superficial. I'm superficial, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we're seeing that. Which she's a fantastic. I've looked her up. Kelly McCrane is the actress. She's fantastic at playing a terrible person because yeah. I hated her from the very beginning. Right. Like, oh, she's such a, she's just a bitch. But, but like Louis, like being so truthful and like in his dark, like – like in a mentality, he ends up winning her over in some way. Like, like, and of course he gets. To and then, and like every other Louis way, he screws it up or of goes too far by having to reveal why he's so uh, open right now. And she becomes more affected by it than he is. And he's <laughs> yeah. the one that experienced it. She's like, "Oh my god, I've got to go home." Which well, I, I think I, is I, continuing her being a terrible home. person. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, well, my, my thought was that she realized about the preciousness of life and she had to go back to whoever the guy was in the background. Uh-huh. I was like, that's actually like forget about fame. Like so he I feel like in a way he inadvertently inspired her to drop her superficiality right. and really be around the people that she loves and be a real person. And she's like, okay, I got to go. I got to go be a real person. So unfortunately, that doesn't help Louie in any no, way. No, of course not. Because uh, all he wants is, is to connect with her and to like make out with her. And then now, like, he changed her life maybe. Yeah. yeah. But he's not going to get anything out of that. Nope. Well, <laughs> actually, well, that's, uh, that's why maybe the two episodes are connected because he wants sex really badly Bad. in this episode. Yeah. And then he gets it. With a vengeance in, in, in part two in, uh, in Blueberries. I, I just want to ask the, the one lady we have here in the studio right now. What, how it. would you feel if a, a guy was going to come onto a date with you, uh, saw a homeless man get decapitated, but still followed through with the date? Would you be I wouldn't leave. mortified like she was and be like, I got to get out of here? Or would you be no, like, wow, that, he must really like me then? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say either. Either of those. Actually, I'd probably just try and comfort. That's a pretty traumatic situation. <laughs> I, I wouldn't leave, but I also wouldn't be like. It wouldn't be about me. Like, oh, he must like me. That's why he came. No, it's just he probably didn't want to fucking be at home replaying this over and over, and over right. in his head. Yeah. You know, like I'm surprised no one. Blamed. Again, Louis. I will go. This is the second time a Louis question about whether. I would hypothetically be on a date with Louis C.K. Sure. If it came up, he might ask you out. And then sure. we have to see what that'll look like on <laughs> in season whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I, I was surprised that, like, nobody blamed Louis. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I thought, like, I mean, when I first saw this. Well, I, the, like, the, the street pedestrians and like, like, like can you push him? Yeah. No, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty New York thing. Wrong, Everybody but... has been accosted at some point, whether right. on the train or on the street or it's somebody, oh. you know, and it's, 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 it's a sad commentary, but. Uh, but when you think about, like, TV and, like, like, writers, like, that's an easy premise to pick up. Like, you know, like, and so yeah. that's why I bring it up. It's like, Louis didn't just go for that, like, well, this is a TV show. Let's, that would be something, oh, like. Did you kill him? And then that could be something he deals right, with. Right. Instead, like he he kind of internalizes it, and then brings that to another section. So it's really cool how he <laughs> bottles up date. a moment, yeah, and then ruins another part of his world yeah. with something that like could have been an easy just like meh, meh, joke, you know. But like I, 
again, the fact that he, uh, who wrote this episode, James? Uh, it was written by Louis and Pamela Adlon, who is great. She's on the show. She she's plays also Serge's Pam. mom. She's Pam Serge's mom. Yes, yes. And she was also played his wife on the Lucky HBO Lucky Louis. Lucky Louis show. Yeah. Uh, what I, and what I love is that we, her writing it, like a lot of the you know, the screwed up relationship stuff is his Yeah, I feel like she probably yeah. has a lot of, uh, had a lot to do with the second half of the oh, episode. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And I, I, I love that, that like, God, such a good explanation. Um, and then also like the way that interaction came, like the, the second girl in blueberries at the school, the mom. Yeah. yeah. The mom, like how that interaction came out. Just out of nowhere. Like, it was almost like Louie runs into people just on the blue, and then they're like, hey, you, I want to do this with you. Mm-hmm. What do you think? And he's like, ah, yeah, all right. Well, I think that's very, it's, it's almost, uh, uh, dare I say, Greek. And it's, you know, the universe will, will it, you know, it doesn't matter what you want, sex and love and all of these things, you, do, you don't get to decide when they happen. The mm-hmm. universe will send them to you. The gods will deem you worthy. Right. And, you know, he, he struggles so much to make a phone call just to ask a girl out. And then a few days later, he's basically propositioned in the hallway of an elementary school, yeah. which is the best place to and be she, propositioned. And it's thrown out so quickly. Like, yeah. like you want to have sex sometimes? Like, I don't want a relationship. That's, I don't, don't have time for that. Too yeah. much on my plate. Yeah, she just basically made it the easiest that it could possibly yeah, yeah. get right. for him. <laughs> look, no, absolutely no strings attached. Anytime you want. She said, because you look safe and discreet. You look safe so and discreet. So it's like, it's Craigslist, but, you know, it's yeah. face-to-face Craigslist. Yeah, I feel like the women in his life that do come on the show um, see something in him, maybe like a broken soul or something that they can fix or like nurture right. or like, you know, that maternal instinct comes on and they're like, <laughs> we're going to target him. Well, I wonder how many of our listeners... Uh, viewers are are divorced themselves i mean how many it's like is it that bleak oh. you know it's because that's that's his whole shtick is yeah. that post you know since yeah. he's been divorced now it's his mm-hmm. daughters and his body's getting away from him and yeah you know is it is it is it really that bleak or is it you know is it just are we you know supposed to laugh about I mean, it? it i think it's both it's like you know there's times where his age and i guess his body type like would come into play but a lot is his, his decision making yeah and the way yeah, yeah. his brain as a comedian a and just as himself as a dude, like, comes into play, and then the mixture of everything will, like, filter out some women, and then the other ones that would give him the time of day, his personality will step in and then sever that half. <laughs> yep. And then now he has a whole, you know, at the end of the day, he's just going to live for his daughters because, like, they have no choice. To at the end of the day, him. you wonder, how was he ever married <laughs> yeah. at yes. all? How did, how did a woman up. deal up with him for that long? <laughs> I love the school teacher. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say that I think the show is so perfectly cast. Like even the minor, minor characters mm-hmm. who only have one scene and just a little, you know, uh-huh. one monologue or something, an exchange of dialogue are so good. <laughs> I right. feel like he does such a great job at yeah, the casting teacher, everybody. The teacher, the guy at the, at the, at the Mart. That's right. Uh, and like, we ain't got no blueberries. We ain't got no blueberries. <laughs> and the, the teacher's and, like, and you the gotta step up your uh, game on in math. You gotta step up her game. Yeah, <laughs> step up her <laughs> game. <laughs> how does one do that? Step up her math like, game. Like, step up her math That's game. funny how to say, like, to a father, like, like yeah. there's no instructions, like, yeah. on where see. she's failing in math. Just gotta math. step it up. Math. Step it up. Step it up. Step up her game. Yeah, and I just, yeah, with this, like... Has it ever, like, guys, or all of us, has it ever been, like, that almost <laughs> too good to be true moments? You guys have had those? Like, where you, like, think, like, um, like almost like, like, he's like I'm going to have sex tonight. 
It's gonna I try happen. not to second guess it. I try not to. I try to just accept any situation that comes to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even if I think it's too good to be true or even if the, the complete opposite. Like, right. okay, this is going to be over if it's terrible. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, or if I got my hopes up on something and it just doesn't go the same, the right way. I do that a lot. So it's it's all right. I mean, I used to bartend, so <laughs> still things, they, they would they would st- things would get things would get crazy. Things would get crazy. As, yeah, you add alcohol into the mix, and then you know this, this stuff <laughs> I, that seems too good to be yeah, true. I think I need to do that more often. Add alcohol to the mix. That's that's the key. <laughs> yeah, that's I, the key. I mean, I feel like I'm like nah. Well, I don't need to get them drunk. I might have. To. <laughs> well, you might, you might need to get yourself drunk too, because Maybe. sometimes you you, you might yeah. find yourself doing stuff that. You normally wouldn't do. I mean, I'm pretty loose. I like, you know, with it. I don't know. I guess I same with. Louis. <laughs> You're we, pretty we loose all, with it. Yeah, no, no, not like that. Not like that. Pretty loose John. with it. <laughs> pretty loose with my standards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, like just, just you know, in in talking to people and talking to girls, like I, I feel pretty confident. I feel pretty in the moment. I don't know. Look, I, I you guess, only live once. Yeah, I will. I will talk up dudes that I know are gay and super hot. I'm like. I'm gonna turn him straight tonight. It's all right. <laughs> is that that's I'll the goal? Go, sometimes. That's, sometimes. <laughs> that's a that's a level of confidence that I try to. Oh, keep okay. On. That is the ultimate of confidence. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I'm just gonna turn people. So just, should I just start, for fun? Turn, turn lesbians it. into straight women? Sure. <laughs> that's. Uh, do you ever sure. na- do you ever announce that to them beforehand? Right. I'm about. I'm going to do this tonight. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna turn you. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess not. Um. But yeah, so then Louis finally. Uh, I mean, it's all easy, like, and he tries to, to bring romance to this sexual encounter, even though it's a no strings attached. I know <laughs> he's got he's got a bottle of wine. <laughs> he, he, he kisses her, right? She makes give a very a bold fuck, move. She's like, uh, "Take your shoes off. Don't get your yeah." First dog thing she says, do, "Do you want to have intercourse now?" It's a very <laughs> no, first. Thing well, she he, says. I, I think they were. I guess she was just gonna. They were gonna do like a dinner, like a formal kind of little thing, and. She's still as like not romantic at all, but like Louis like, oh, I guess we're here but for cut a to reason. the chase, yeah, cut to the chase, and starts kissing her, and she's just like so robotic, like I guess you want to have intercourse now? Okay, let's let's go do that. Yeah, there's let's... never been a less sexy proposition. <laughs> yeah, you know all the uh, you know what was what was kind of uh, exciting and crazy about the the school hallway, right? Has now just boiled down to a reality. Almost like a married couple. Except... Well, and then yeah, and then when she go, she goes into the bathroom, she comes out in in a nightgown. <laughs> no, a ninety would a ninety would be oh, no, nice. No, no, a yeah, nightgown, a flannel nightgown starts getting the lotion yeah grandma style lotions up her elbows her knees like (laughs) i like that shot though most unsexiest kind of lotioning yeah like that shot from her leg up look oh yeah it's like the unsexy version of the graduate exactly (laughs) it's like the version of the graduate that you're like oh Oh, gross (laughs) which they did something similar to that in kingpin you remember <laughs> when he when he uh, sleeps with the with the landlady? Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> uh, and then I mean, then they're having sex, and I guess it's going. No, no, they're not having sex. Then no, then, she sends him on an errand she, to go yeah. pick yeah. up stuff from the store. Oh God! Uh, a laundry list of fantastic things. Uh, a specific kind of non lubricated condoms. Non spermicidal. Spes- that's I was thinking like that's the premise of Booty Call. You guys ever see that movie Booty Call? That's right. He has to go fight because <laughs> like, he whole- has lambskin. Uh, the lambskins. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like that's funny. That's kind of like the premise of the hit '90s movie Booty Call with and- Jamie Foxx and. Uh, Netflix Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson. I yeah, like Vivica that everything that she does, though, 
is a turnoff to me as even watching <laughs> yeah. it. I'm like the lotioning thing and the nightgown and then the uh, and then she says irritant. When he takes out the condom that he br- brought, she's like, uh, oh. that has an irritant. irritant. Like, <laughs> oh, who said, makes who it pronounces even worse. it like that? <laughs> and then she sends him, yeah, to go out and get specifically non-spermicidal, non-lubricated, yeah, but, but l- get l- lubrication yeah, separately lubrication. and vagitine. I don't see how that would make a difference, just to be honest. I'm just saying. And well, then she refuses to let him pay for her vagitine. <laughs> we are not going down that she road. she doesn't yeah. want to go down that road. We are not going down that. You know, the old, you're paying for Oh, yeah, I love that it's a relationship. relationship. <laughs> I've broken down a few times on that road. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's it's, it's a really tough turn to like get there. Um, so then, uh, then he's on his quest, and then obviously, uh, going back to the casting, the the clerker, the the Mart guy. What do we call those guys? The guy in the clerk, pharmacy, store the clerk, worker, the yeah. store worker. Yeah, the clerk. Stock boy. Sales associate. There you go. As a person who has learned in retail, that's the title you will get. Right. (laughs) We got no blueberries. Convenience store attendant. We got no blueberries. Yeah. Yeah, We got no blueberries. He has everything else in separate aisles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He knew exactly where everything was. And then... uh, And the thing is, you see see him. He he hesitates when when, when, when she calls him and he says... You know, he's about to tell her something, you know, where he's just like, I don't know. And she's like, come on, just go to go to the mark. Go, we'll go one block away. And he's like, and you see him and there's and there's that look right at every at every turn he can walk away. And it's how bad do I want to have sex? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. we've all been there, right? Yes. We've all there, there are signposts like, yeah. along the way. And say now would be a good time <laughs> yeah. to walk away. Like oh, if you really so many outs at every turn, so many outs. But why? Why? Would if you, you could stop? think clear headedly, <laughs> go That's back. Right. And think clear-headedly at certain times in your life. I'm sure there were many, many opportunities. That exactly. You look back and like, what what crazy decisions did I make just for the purpose of getting some? Yeah. And, and, never, and they never pan out as good as you'd like it to. This is an example. The anticipation like, is usually better. Exactly. Than, uh, and even then, that's just like, not scary, but like, like you're just like, oh, is this going to work out right? And it never does. Uh, and then, oh. and then the end of this of like him getting into the spanking, which was so like abrupt while they were having sex. Right, <laughs> like she completely switches positions <laughs> and just like spank me. Come on, I'll suck you I'll off. I'll suck you off. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so now, now they're straight like, up negotiating right, at that right. point. You no, know, and, and she's so like manly about it. Like she's so like like I'll just do it. All right, I know that's what you want. Obviously. <laughs> Yeah, smack this, me. this is smack. definitely one of the darker episodes, I think, yeah. of the of the series. I mean, I like that he can do that he can do these episodes that are kind of dark, but still very funny. Right. Uh, but this one is definitely one of the darker ones, and it gets it's dark with the with the homeless man getting decapitated, and then this crazy, bizarre, uncomfortable sex uh, with this uh, this woman who's into really weird. Stuff has daddy issues. I thought, I thought I thought the bit. blueberries were going to be used as some type of aphrodisiac or like some kind of play during sex, but no, they, they were, were her comfort food. Right yeah. after she broke down and started right, crying, with the canned, canned whipped cream. <laughs> yeah. the, she starts yeah. this and then starts and then, spoon, and then, and yeah. then spoons. Oh, that's, oh, that's so great! And he sits with her. Like, why is he still there? <laughs> Oh, that's a good, that's a good, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Why all is in, that? man. When he decided <laughs> so that he was going to do this, he was like, I am all in to the very yeah. end. Yeah. I guess if, if you haven't left when you've made her cry after smacking her ass, 
<laughs> multiple times. I guess you might as well watch her. You're eat staying. Blueberries. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's that's the first date. Maybe I feel he like... wants to see what the next where where it's gonna go. <laughs> it's you know, what's... attached <laughs> date. <laughs> I feel like it's quite possible too that just like seeing the homeless man's head come off. He's in shock. Yeah, he's in shock. <laughs> I think he's sitting in shock uh, at what the hell just happened to me in and, there. And, and I think I, it's equally traumatizing yeah. in, in its own way. And the same way when, like, Louis, like, in, in, in past episodes, when he went to go, like, find follow the bully all the way home, I feel like he <laughs> likes to simmer in certain situations at times. And not necessarily to get material, but I feel like he's like, well, this is kind of screwed up, but I'm here. What else is going to happen? Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, she's eating blueberries. She's crazy, obviously. What are we going to do now? And I feel like that's exciting for him. And that's something that he's done his whole life. And that's where he takes us. We're on We're on his shoulders. He's, he he's willing us. to ride out his bad decisions to the very end, to the next bad decision. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the essence of comedy. Anybody that's, that's out there writing or that's, mm-hmm. you know, I, again, I go back to him being such an inspiration to uh, – to, to anyone that's out there doing stand-up or, or writing, again, you, you come up with a premise, life is meaningless, sometimes you get into crazy sexual situations, whatever. Take it all the way to the end. Go there. Go, you know, stick around for what happens next. You know, let your let your mind wander, or if you're the, you know, if you're in the situation, stick around and see what's going on. But that's that's how you get to the comedy because everybody else will walk away. Right. Everybody else will say, No, you're weird, and just walk away comedy or or drama or really you know the story is when you know you keep going and you keep going exactly. and you keep going and we'll uh let's stick around uh after this commercial break uh so uh big ben in the booth take his commercial we'll be right back with louie after buzz Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Genesis is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-256-1729-424-
You see, there we are. There we are. Uh, you see, um, you know, if I could, William Shakespeare, you know, just suffering <laughs> the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Like that's that's what you do. You stick around. You, you don't run away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, you see what's what's going to happen next. And because that's 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 comedy. That's life. Mm-hmm. You know, life is life is what happens when you're around, not when you run away. Yeah, I mean, but even like some, like, but with Louis, I feel like we're exploring that through the show. Yeah, and like. I'll, you know, it's sad to say, like that some pilots that are being made out these days, or a lot of new shows that have been picked up, uh, we're trying the old methods, the old mm-hmm. storylines, the old premises, and like Louis, and like it's always sunny at times. Like they, Wilfred, you know, we'll, yeah, they really like push the envelope on certain situations yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, bringing a dark comedy essence to yeah. it. You know, it's, and it's only dark because it's. It's you know mildly fucked up or yeah. brutally truthful, and it's not light in humor in any way. But right. it's still really funny and very relatable. Yeah, it's, and, it's got a heart. Exactly. And so we're like, I, I don't know. I I love it when TV shows like this take it there. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of times the the worse it gets and the more uncomfortable it is, the funnier it is, mm-hmm. because I think we've all been there to an extent. You know, it may not right. be you know. <laughs> with some crazy chick who yeah. has daddy issues. Not as extreme uh, of a case. But any, any, any crazy sex relatable. stories? Anybody have any crazy sex stories? Yeah, well, we've got a little bit of time. Yeah, not, we have, we, have, okay. we all have two. We have all. We should all each do our own little podcast on our <laughs> crazy, own sex. crazy sex the stories. Night and anybody, after buzzers can download them for their own use in iPods. Anybody wants to get busy in a Burger King bathroom? No. Our systems detect that a host has wandered off the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy how the end is just him shutting down this heckler. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even have a joke. It's just so great. He's like, and I wish there wasn't a table there. And don't, there might not be a table don't there. Don't talk in 10 at minutes, a Louis so. yeah. And I love that. Like, at the end of everything, yeah, then you have that. Then let's just be awesome. Well, once again, <laughs> uh, how cool you is. know, in New York, Caroline's is right there in Times Square, which is the polar yeah. opposite of Comedy Cellar, which is like downtown. downtown. You yeah. have to get there yeah. and you have, you have to know to get there. Caroline's is kind of the more. I guess mainstream tourists, tourists and, commercial, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cartoony. And with you know, with this show, since we're kind of recapping on season one and two, uh, there aren't no predictions for this. But I mean, season three, I, I'm, we're all gonna be. Waiting I predict for that. it will be amazing, amazing, yeah. Yeah. funny, <laughs> groundbreaking, and hopefully win an award of some kind. I, I was about to say, so. once yeah. the Modern Family uh, monolith eases its grip on the awards, I think. I don't I think, think that one's easing up. That's, that's, it's, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough <laughs> one, but I mean, I'm, the fact that Louis got the Emmy nom is, is yeah. validating enough, yeah. I feel, because that show deserves He accolades. does so much. I appreciate uh, this show. is just, you know, this is what he, he envisioned, he created, and he's executed it, too, oh. as far as, you know, it's come along, and I love that he edits his own show. Yeah. It's great. And, um, he has such a big hand on, you know, his creative work. Yeah, and so we got to wrap this up. Uh, before we leave, uh, are there any plugs from our lovely guests? I have uh, – this is Mario. I'm going to be performing with the improv group Conrad at iOS Loft on Sunday, 8.30, Sunday Social. Come on out in Hollywood. It's free, free, free. Uh, you can also check out my blog, eatmomovies.tumblr.com. Uh, this is James. <laughs> uh, you can always come out to the 11th Hour Show every Thursday in Hollywood. Uh, great improv show hosted by Imaginary Friends, uh, my improv team. And you can follow me on Twitter at James is a Nerd. Shannon Joy Rogers and Funny or Die slash FunnyOrDie.com <laughs> forward slash Shannon Joy Rogers with yeah. a D. 
Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and you can find me every Tuesday night at Improv Olympic with the Improv Team Bandit. Um, I don't know if you can somehow reach me. I will get you some comps. Any after buzzer out there, just find me on Facebook, Jayon Molina. Uh, and also, uh, I have a web series coming out called The Apocalypse Twins. I'll be posting a trailer on After Buzz's uh, Facebook. So check that out. Uh, we're going to have a screening party soon. So if you're in the LA area, you're more than welcome to come out. Uh, and we have been Louie, After Buzz Woo-hoo! Podcast, for episode two, season two. Bummer Blueberry. Bummer Blueberries. Thank Bummer you so much. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.